Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Legends Library. Now, here's your host, Lisa Mountain and Kyle Rollins. Hi, everybody. I'm Lisa. And I'm Kyle. And my name is Corinthia. And you're watching Legends Library. We are a podcast dedicated to the Legends line of the Star Wars books. And today we've got a bit of a fun episode. Uh, It's not quite as what we had planned, but we're just going to talk about what we love about Star Wars with our excellent guest, Corinthia. She is uh, the host controller uh, of the Eter- Eternal Sith Empire, the Facebook group, and, you know, she's a big fan of Legends, so we thought we'd have her on today. So, Corinthia, if you could tell us a little bit what you were up to and, uh, and how to find you as well. Sure. So my name is Corinthia. Um, as Lisa said, I run the a Facebook group called the Eternal Sith Empire. We are also called the Final Sith Order on Facebook. Um, and we also have a dedicated forum online. It's mainly a fan club and role-playing group. And our like our sandbox is of a couple year, hundred years after the end of Legacy Era in, in Legends. Okay. And we just do all kinds of fun role playing and story writing and it's it's been a, a fun group for a couple decades and it's just fun yeah. so yeah a couple decades that's awesome you said decades yeah <laughs> yeah we were founded originally in 2003 so yes yeah oh it's great yeah. to be old that's wonderful <laughs> yes I'm, I'm yes <laughs> and it's great we We're still have our original founding members, our members. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. Are you cool. serious? Yeah. From way back in 2003? Yes. Oh, man. Your Attack of the Clones crew is still your Attack of the Clones crew? That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> wow. That's not yeah. common. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It just means we've got, apparently got some kind of sticking power. So, <laughs> yeah, we love it. What's the kind of the stuff you've been writing about on there? So we're obviously, given the title, we're a Sith fan club. So we focus a lot on, um, you know, revisiting and bringing into like our quote unquote modern day, um, a whole bunch of, uh, you know, legends, uh, Sith lore, like um, especially things that pertain to like the Eternal Empire, Rakata, um, like I'm blanking. All the oh my god! Yeah, yeah. One, one second. Right, cats, that's all right. That's cats all right. always we'll, force we'll you to get up. Get a couple. Ago. Oh, don't worry. We'll just keep. Yes. Going. <laughs> She's like, "Do you want to see my butt?" And I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> the internet's like, "Yes, you got yes, the marker we do." Anyway. <laughs> do you got the marker, Lisa? Uh, no. 
Oh, no, I'm just going to keep it's, recording. Uh, one moment. Are you really? Oh, screw it. All right, let's go. It's just one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Change okay. it post. <laughs> so, I mean, now, right. now, I love that. I now love I'm that. going to now edit it. Now I feel it. like we're entering our, our like, no, 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 Lisa, Lisa, we're going to continue right here, right? Because this is the moment okay. that, like, we enter that Howard Stern level of, like, <laughs> Legends Library. We're just going to roll with yeah, that. I'm and sure. Robin's, like, laughing right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. there she is. I, I, no, it's you. <laughs> Great. I was gonna going to say, maybe you've got the setup for Howard Stern, but, you know. Unscripted I've... Legends Library. Unscripted. Yes. This is a very unscripted episode I, for the listeners who are tuning in and now not tuning in at this point. <laughs> that's really (laughs) yeah like some of the stuff i've been reading about recently um like i've been doing lots of you know going in tuning in about like obviously we were going to do a a women of legends episode again and i didn't realize how much abel pina first of all Mm -hmm. uh had to do with naming of sith like he was the one responsible for uh darsana's name which is pretty cool um, as well as Dark mm-hmm. Millennial and a couple yep. other ones like that. So I thought that was pretty neat. His name was just my all time favorite. Yep. Yeah. Hey. Thank you, yeah. Abel. Yeah. For thanks. giving a shout out. I love Abel. Yeah. yeah. And I. Yeah. Um, in fact, folks like Abel Pena, we, we refer to his works a lot in our in our group, That's as awesome. well as oh, Kyle knows yes. Joe Bongiorno. We love his stuff. So, yes. yes. Yes, me and Corinthians yes. are way back at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sort of yes. all of that. I remember launching the Discord and being like thrilled that you were going to be one of the mods. I'm like, yeah. yes, all right, cool. I was thrilled to be asked by Joe because, you know, I only know him through the other editor, Edward. So it was kind of like a big honor that like I got to, you know, yeah be a bigger part of supernatural encounters and everything that's happening in the you know Asian Sith arena there. Yeah, you, so you, that's really fun. You were really recommended and and um I think we were still doing before Discord we were doing Facebook Messenger and it's just like all right mod talk. I'm pretty sure you were <laughs> chewing from that. So yeah, yeah again well, great to have you here. Yeah it's really fun. For those like tuning in, like uh it's it's kind of the first meet and greet that we've had on video for quite some time. So it's it's kind of nice. Since our um our previous work that we were doing, that we I'm gonna leave it up to the ladies here if they want to discuss that further. Yeah, no. But um, <laughs> it's good to have Corinthia join us this week. <laughs> yeah, no. Something a lot more on something a lot more positive than what we were all working on before. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. a nice way to leave it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And yes, we're leaving I think... it in three, two, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Kyle, how much wine have you drank today? <laughs> Cup number two. If you see me leave for number three, then you know that you should probably stop the show. <laughs> okay. So, so Corinthia, I wanted to ask, uh, what was your first kind of moment getting into Star Wars? I know that the typical Star Wars question. What got you interested? So I, I yeah. What what got me? So I kind of always grew up with Star Wars. My dad was a huge fan, so it was always like just like around. Like I remember playing the OG Battlefront games and watching the prequels with him growing up. But it was never like something I was a huge fan of. It was just kind of like existed in my space. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the sequel trilogy actually I saw Force Awakens in theaters and was like, this is amazing. I need more. 
and I found Legends, and that was the end of the story, really. Yeah. <laughs> so I got sucked into, you know, um, like Thrawn trilogy, Darth Bane trilogy, all these yeah. like awesome, you know, what are like the quintessential Legends works for people who are new, and it was just a downward spiral and here I am now. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> well, yeah. The downward yep. spiral. It... <laughs> you know All what? Your, you know, like our our people may not eat, but we have hardcovers, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's that yep. kind of addiction. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I think it's it's nice when like parents get you into it or like at least they still kind of give you things like i just want to show you something my mom gave yeah. me the other day uh she was like look i got you a treat and then like put it on my chair in my office and it was a force of wagons wagons lifesaver book and i was like thanks mom oh cool <laughs> post of legends library yeah, like, <laughs> i'm like she can't yeah. she's trying <laughs> yeah ever since i got in. it's like everybody gives me star wars stuff they just know yeah i love star wars yeah so that's how it is you can't go wrong with gifting me a star wars book yeah so i mean i'm, I'm gonna keep it in package i'm like <laughs> if, if it doesn't have if it doesn't have the black horse i'm like that's i'm like look for the little black horse <laughs> on, on it and if you see that you know i'll love it yeah and that's that's that seems to be well, How things come yeah. in fairness, Kyle, Marvel did used <laughs> to do the movie. 1977 comic run, so you can't really say just that. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, "No, I love those. No, no, those those were their own thing. That was yeah. Great. Well, they br like, they brought a Sheer Bay Lumaya. Like, how could you not like those? Original Marvel comics were great. They're usually like like, and I only I only have things on the shelf that I have Dark Horse on them. So, mm -hmm. um, there's the omnibus up there for. The Marvel collection, you know what I mean. I I have all the the reissues of everything they did. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. And the and actually and and it's okay, Lisa. I got the Marvel uh, oh, okay. editions of <laughs> of the Marvel years. You know, because those are beautiful formats. By the way, is anybody mm -hmm. collecting those? I have them digitally They're coming out right now. But no, I I know people who have been who have been collecting them. Yeah. Oh, they're beautiful. I don't buy anything from them anymore. Yeah. But like, like you can't not buy certain things. Yeah. And like, uh, the the seeing it, the, the Knights of the Old Republic edition, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I always try to pick yeah, up it's things much better than spread like, over three of those. Yeah, like I pick up things secondhand, or you know, like little bookstores or things like that. So. I mean, you get what you get, you know, like I did find, uh, yeah, what did I get? I got Tales of the New Republic at a garage sale a couple of weeks ago for 25 cents. I was like, 25 cents. This is the best deal I've ever oh, found. Right. <laughs> yes. So nice. Mm -hmm. Love that. Do you have any kind of the, merchandise the and absolute... stuff? Oh, sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. No, I think the best deal I ever got ever for anything was Scourge for on hardcover for $10. Mm. That's like my my big claim to fame on the best wow. deals. Of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. Ninety nine at some local city shop. Yeah, and you, I, I'm sorry. And you were going to talk about other things here. Yeah, Where no, I was just going to talk about uh, Corinthia. Do you have any merchandise? Like, what's your favorite collectible that you have? Oh boy. I'm not actually really all that big of a collectibles person. I mo mostly focus on just collecting books. Yeah. Um, 
but honestly, probably it's this poster that was bought at a blockbuster, and I just love it so much. Yeah. So long move blockbuster. <laughs> yes, oh. <laughs> I miss them. Yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Honestly, some of my earliest Star Wars memories are of um, renting Attack of the Clones like a gazillion times at Blockbuster. So. Yeah. <laughs> Eight-year-old me loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, for me, like when I went back and after reading Legends and then watching the prequels, I know we were kind of talking about prequels before we started recording, but the, mm-hmm. the moment of like Order 66, I found was so much heavier because you get all these like in depths of all these characters, and like I, after reading a yeah. bunch of legend stuff, I bawled my eyes out at the Order sixty six theme. Like I just could not handle it because yes. I was like, I know all these guys now. <laughs> like you know, like you get to know Kiari Mundi. Yes, it's like no oh, uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kun. Oh yeah. man, he's one of my favorites. Um, yes. Did you know his niece actually tried to get? Um, herself become a Sith. Like when Order 66 kicked off, she actually holocombed Palpatine and he's like, how did you get this number? And she's like, well I want to, you know, be a Sith because this is the this is the this is what the force is telling me to do. And he's like, well if you can kill my apprentice, then yeah. you can be it. And of course obviously she doesn't, but then it's kind of like her ruse of, you know, she wanted no, to take them friend. down. But yeah, but she she dies in the end, obviously. Yeah. Have you read that one, Kyle? Yeah. Which one? I kind of was distracted when I was. <laughs> Did you see something shiny on the screen? <laughs> yeah. I tuned in and I was just waiting for my, my appropriate <laughs> moment to join back in. <laughs> Which book were you talking about? No, I was just talking about the comic about um, Flo Koon's niece. I dead stalled you on there. It was a part of Republic. Uh, it was either Tales or Republic or Empire. Not Empire. I'm gonna have to think about it. I think it was Republic. No, it wouldn't be Empire. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I haven't read early Republic in, in, like, a little bit. Um, I revisited, like, the Quinlan era. Oh, nice. And that was pretty cool. Very cool. You were talking about, like, like merchandise and stuff? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, favorite stuff? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I know that it's, like, old now. <clears throat> But I think, like, the coolest thing that you can just buy at any GameStop anymore, because they still have them, is, like, the Jaina Solo. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was definitely, like, like a cool piece. Yeah. Right? And one of the, the nicer things that I've received recently was um we're, we're having Nick Joseph do the SE audio drama. And he sent me this recently, right? And it's it's pretty cool. Ah, uh, shit. There we go. Oh, um, cool. It, it's, He's it's such nice. a nice guy. Yeah, he like autographs it. Awesome. Like, he's gonna be playing himself in the audio drama, so it's kind of nice. And he's he's like sent it my way as like a little, yeah. And it's like it's his his card, you know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's awesome. His claim Jessica is just such an an awesome dude. I think I chatted with him a little bit a couple months ago, and just what a nice guy. Yeah, you just reminded me. He was he was very understanding and like patient. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Well, fun fact about that Leia outfit, that necklace, uh, it's from Finland. Yay. Cool. No, like, just Finnish. a reminder, I'm Finnish. Like, no one else cares, but it's just me. 
<laughs> so. Well, yeah, Kyle, if you want to remind everyone kind of the, the project you've been working on. Viking metal? Yeah. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I, do that, I do that too. You, I was just kind of like going off of what you were saying there. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, Viking. Norwegian I'm not there. Viking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I know. I know. I know. I do like like death metal on the side too. Yes. But yeah, um, so yeah, this is behind me and stuff. This is this is Sky River Studio, if you would. And that's what's going to be behind uh, creating the Supernatural Encounters audio drama and the orchestral score it's all behind here empowered with a whole bunch of fun software as well as like like hardware sequen sequencers and synthesizers it's gonna be fun Which nice. is cool. yes very cool is yeah. there a moment you're particularly looking forward to in the in the drama without spoiling anything oh i've i do all of the foley work the soundscaping and the orchestral pieces um and the orca the orchestra side is like uh, probably the most like enjoyable piece of everything mm -hmm. in its own different kind of way because you know spending like years with what I was doing and then applying that after also like what seven years of band like growing up and all that fun stuff and um, continuing with that route in life it's like I can do something with all that now so that's wonderful but really the like synthesizer play and and like um, getting into like a lot of weird um, like following strange European YouTubers and, and their tricks and whatnot and what they've been doing. Yeah, yeah. And like getting into like Tom Holp Holkenborg from, from uh, he, he's pretty pretty famous guy around these towns or the town now, you know, uh, yeah. Mr. Holkenborg. So trying to get into that realm of things has been pretty fun. And we've been uh, making quite a lot of progress on that. That's so great. The diadrama will probably be ready in about two years. <laughs> and Yeah, that's, um, that's no time at all. <laughs> yeah, we're... Now we're still going through. We're going through the very, very final draft of Supernatural Encounters now, and the scripts are going to be provided to everyone who's going to be participating, Corinthia and yourself, including, in the, uh, yes. the audio drama. <laughs> yeah, which which I like to call AD for short, but like so, AD will feature everybody here in this room. I was um, going to say spoilers. We have... haven't told anyone that I'm in the audio drama yet. <laughs> We did! Oh no, Kyle got drunk and made a spoiler. No, I'm not drunk. I'm just I'm teasing with you. But yeah, world, Lisa's gonna be in there. Uh, yeah. But we don't have to tell her. Tell the world, I said her, but tell the world. The um, world's a her. That's you know, kind of keeping with the theme of things. Yeah, but um, we don't have to tell them what role you're gonna have per se. True. We'll leave that, that part. You know, yeah. a mystery and whatnot. But all this thing, getting back to the OP, a lot of that stuff's happening, and uh, yeah, kind of like. You know, looking at what's going to be behind all that. Yeah. Before we were yeah. like, I, I'm excited. It. So. Yeah, I've built like the studio into the the. Uh, I don't want to bend my camera angle back, but like my actual like Legends Library, you know, has kind of built, been built into the studio. Yeah, that's so. cool. That's cool. Yep. And We're I know doing all of our own fully. Eventually, there'll be. Oh, no, I was going to change the subject. I'm sorry. Oh, go for it. Well, we were talking before uh, we started recording Matthew Stover, and I just wanted to talk to Matthew Stover, to be honest. Um, kind of like, what's our what's our favorite books, our favorite moments? Um, and Corinthia, like, I know you are a fan of Revenge of the Sith. Yes, huge prequels fan. So 
um, Matthew Thurber's Revenge of the Sith novelization was one among one of the first like Legends books that I ever read. Awesome. So it's kind of like it's got that special place in my heart, and it's just such such a a fantastic elaboration on 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 an already great story. So mm. yeah. I just blanked on who wrote Attack of the Clones novelization. Um, if one of you could remind me. The man who received death threats for Vector Prime. Who received death threats for oh, right. Prime? Oh, right. R.A. Salvatore. Trivia question number one. I answered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot it was him that um, wrote it. Yeah, I knew it was someone, like, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> or only because the fans drove him away. Obviously. Oh, he wasn't controversial. Yeah, like he was given a task and he did it incredibly well. I remember every single moment that he wrote for Chewbacca's death versus whatever's going on now. So yeah, well, I still burned into your eye like bawled my time. yeah exactly. I bawled my eyes out reading that scene, and I was on the subway, so that wasn't a very lovely public moment for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. And, and then that and, was a different kind of time too. You could literally just ruin anybody's life during that time in Star Wars by saying like, "Yeah, you know, Chewie died," well, and you would just excuse my language, but you would have <laughs> anybody's day out of nowhere like, when it was yep. fresh news. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, and they'd be like, "What? Yeah. What?" And like, it's just like, "No, it's it's true." Like, it's I true. actually, and I, they're like, "Oh, who did that?" And it's like, "Well, it's it's R. A. Salvatore, you know, the guy who, yeah, you know." Well, he, he has a lot of cool stuff out there right now, and, and he came along and he he killed Chewbacca, and that, that's they like told him. how everybody it's, talked. It's not like he came up. Yeah, with that, yeah, like... but back then, like nobody nobody cared about like that immediate like you know logic. They were just like really upset that somebody killed Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember like walking out of the subway, and then I went straight to the bookstore, and I was like still in tears. And I was like, "I need the next one because Chewbacca died." And then the guy was like, "Spoilers, much?" And I was like, "You work in the bookstore. Like, this is your own fault." Like, <laughs> yeah. I miss that. I used to have a couple different stores in like the tri-state area that I would go to all the time, and like they knew that I, I followed everything. Yeah. And the, the same, like, you know, when I would go in, they'd be like, yep, yep. All right. And then, like, you know, next thing, um, they would always have it, like, on the side. And I see the same people to this day. And it's like, no, they don't have anything for me. It's kind yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But getting back to Stover, I mean, it's tragic. <laughs> like, I know. One story, and I've talked about it before, that I think Disney should try to tackle is is talking more about Mace Windu. And, you know, I thought kind of having like a, a prequel to, to the Stover book of Mace uh, or something like that, or I don't know. I don't know how, how it could be done, but I just think it would be a story that is still needed. Mace Windu is no. <laughs> yeah. Mace Windu is Snoke, is that what you said? That was going around for a while there. What? Yeah, before the last drop. That was one of the theories. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a theory. Yeah. You know, because why would why not, Lisa? Like, you know, and then what happened was so much worse. But all the same, it was great. You know, I love the idea of Sam Jackson being in there somewhere. Yeah, true. You know, it's it's like funny. I wonder if, if like part of that is like because Sam Jackson has said before publicly that George Lucas got ripped off. 
you know, for selling Star Wars for four billion. <laughs> He's like, I think he got ripped off. Or something. it was at TMZ. It was. Yeah, a little snippet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I, wonder, I wonder how he feels about things today. I'm sure he's spoken on that since, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to sell Twitter for forty-four billion. Obviously, Star Wars has much more value. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. I've got my priorities straight. What's? <laughs> yeah. So, Corinthia, I know you, so you're into Sith. Who would you be your favorite Sith? Yes. Oh. I'm a huge Darth Vader fan. Just super classic. Like, mm. who doesn't love Vader? Of so, course. yeah, he's probably my favorite Sith. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, like, how old? Um, what's that? How old are you, Corinthia? If you don't mind me asking, you do not have to... oh, I say, Don't oh, ask so a woman okay. her age. So, <laughs> and did, did you know? Did you know Vader like from the get-go with like the long curls and you know the scars and and all that? Is that is that how you were introduced to Vader, like through Hayden Christensen more or less? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a very interesting take. Because you have yeah. the old school, and it's just like all we all we got was Sebastian. Ba- you know, it's like yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you with know. his thick eyebrows. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you know, then came Hayden Christensen. This like I'm comfortable enough to say it. This beautiful man, you know, is just like yeah, you know. So I, I was just curious on that because like it it changes from culture to culture, you know. Well, Those who, who yeah, it's also age group. group. Like I've been saying. I am yeah. such a prequels fan, so yeah, yeah. Right on. I love the prequels too. Yeah, I love everything terrible about Star Wars, like Crystal Star. I love that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've still not done Crystal Star, but it's on the list of episodes we oh, need to come out with. We should make that one the next one. I've read it like, yeah, next because I still don't, I don't think Randy ever touched that one. I don't. I can't remember. I don't, but think, I don't they think they did. They ever did it? No, I don't think they did. Um, they they tended to do like the more popular ones that uh, you know get people going. Oh yeah, nobody likes Crystal Star. So if you like, so good though. So the other day I was swimming at the lake because it was like it was like forty degrees the other day. So I was swimming at the lake and I met this couple, and they're probably like late forties, maybe early fifties. I I'm not really good judge of age, Uh, but we started talking. Yeah, I know we started talking about Star Wars. And of course, they're like, oh, cool, you know, you've got the podcast. <laughs> and then immediately they were like, oh, Hayden Christensen, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, and I'm just looking at them and I'm with my boyfriend and he's just like, uh, and I'm like, but it's it's that kind of age group where, you know, they they grew up with the original OT and then, you know, they watched the prequels at like while they're teenagers or in their 20s and they just hated it. And they're they're both actors as their professions. They're like, he cannot act, blah, blah, blah. And they're French, French Canadian actors, by the way. Uh, they're a very lovely couple, oh, but it I'm just gonna reserve all comments. Don't say anything. All they're comments. a very lovely couple, but it just made I won't. made me go. I yeah, there's still a lot of hate towards. Like I know there's hate towards Hayden, but like it is what it is, and I still think he did a great job. Uh, so I don't know how you feel about him, Corinne. Oh, yeah, under the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Hayden Christensen. Yeah, and I love his Anakin. It's my favorite Anakin out of all the iterations. So mm. even even um, like Anakin's written through in books, I like 
oh really screen version the best hmm. oh yeah and y- yeah. you can see it like it's all him yeah. right it definitely yeah it, the casting mm-hmm. people can talk smack but the casting for the prequel trilogy was perfect yeah no it how pitch it perfect yeah yep i can argue all the plot but like cool. hayden was was perfect Ooh, mcgregor that. like you know what an amazing actor, first of, of all, course, to come yeah. on the scene. And, you know, he was so little known about in North America. Like, he had, I think he had done Train Spotting at that point, which is a fantastic movie. Yeah, that for was his. That was yeah. yeah. Like, and that. Yeah, because Phantom Medicine they started searching for in 97. That yeah. was like, like older for him at that point. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now that's. But, like, Hayden was completely out of nowhere. He didn't, he didn't have anything. Yeah. Really? Did you enjoy um? What was it? Looper? No, not Looper. I'm forgive me. Uh, Jumper. Uh, what was the, uh, Jumper? Thank you. Did you like yes. that one? Yes, I also loved that one. So, yeah. Yeah, that was that was great. Mm-hmm. Hayden, I we were talking about episode two before we began taping this evening, and um, you know, and and like the novelization versus the film, but the, those deleted scenes that you know they they definitely did include, which was fortunate but i wish that they put them into the cut version you know like the actual Mm -hmm. theatrical release because it made hayden christensen so much less creepy (laughs) yes like the scene where they visit the the maverick estate and he talks to like his mom like padme's mom and dad and sister that was like the best scene and he goes out and like walks in the garden with his dad and her dad and like talk they talk and it was just such a like a pure thing and like if you've ever dated you know what that feels like to like go to the parents house and like meet the parents and it it just it just grounded their relationship for me in a a way that you just didn't get through the film yeah right yeah i think like and they they put i remember in the scenes too there was so much detail to down to the forks and the knives and all the cutlery they had like shellfish silverware designed and like all of that for for those scenes yeah. and they they were beautiful and they they definitely I'm glad that they got like their credit where it was due as far as you know they were at least included mm-hmm. in most of the releases back then but like that would have made the film so much better and the yeah. novel yeah. to pull that off for it you know. yeah is there more in the novel with the families no. I haven't read uh, Attack of the Clones or or yes uh, I yeah. think that scene is in the novel. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. He uh, Salvatore stitches everything together. Uh, yeah, pretty well. Okay. Yeah, and and we were joking earlier that you get to see uh, you know, what happens to Kleeg and all that. Which yeah. Was, mm-hmm. uh, so there was there was a lot of extended extended or deleted scenes, if you would, that that he elaborated on in the novelization, and it okay. was definitely made it definitely made it worth reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I mean, I also back to like Hayden Christensen. And, and, I'm sorry, but like in in modern day, um, Lisa, I know you you missed it on that because you still haven't watched Obi Wan, right? No. Good, because this is steaming. But I'm, I'm gonna censor <laughs> myself right there. Yeah. Beep. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Beep. Beep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I was quite surprised that they did not use any anti aging for Hayden whatsoever in the Obi Wan show that mm-hmm. was very strange it was great to see him like 
participate in in modern Star Wars times there. I mean, like I hoped that they they hooked him up. I felt that they did not do him like service with yeah. the series, but yeah. um, it was nice to see him back out there and know that he's part of the the circuit. You know, yeah, through with the the, the Star Wars circuit, he's still around now. Yeah, even if it's like the a most heartening thing was like seeing audience reaction. It was just so so nice to like finally have him like just feel all the love that yeah. he, he he didn't feel you know first time around so yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish agree we got that. like everything that he was in i wish yeah. we got everything he was in in one episode <laughs> so then we could just revere that episode <laughs> instead of the whole thing um the closer without giving away spoilers was was particularly nice to see him um without a shadow of doubt just be psychotic you know, so psychotic Hayden Christensen was for the fans and whatnot. For our contact here, was was quite a joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. By far, like saved that entire series. You know, so thank you, Hayden, for continuing to be around and somehow yep. saving that show that was supposed to be about you and McGregor, but you saved it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Then at least, because it's kind of like with Ahmed Best when he went oh, to yeah. Celebration and people were just like, "Yay, you're here!" Yeah. Like, and so happy. And it was the same with that couple that I met the other night, and they were just being like, "Oh, Jar Jar," and and I do my usual like spiel of like, "Look, this is why you know you should kind of take a step back from your hate and you know appreciate Jar Jar because like mm-hmm. he's a misunderstood character. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, he said a lot of things when." It should have been a line from like Qui Gon to Padme, for instance, but uh, it is what it is, and it's still a a, a children's movie. Yeah, people definitely. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. sorry, Chris. That's like the biggest thing that most people forget is like Episode One was a film for children, so like a character like Jar Jar is for kids. Yeah, and like I remember, I loved Jar Jar as a kid. So yeah, um, it's like. Any any adult who like hates on Jar Jar, it's kind of like, well, he wasn't for you anyway. Yeah. So well, and I gently you know, reminded them that like Ahmed Best stood on the Brooklyn Bridge and you know debated attempting suicide. So you know, stop your hate and publicly yeah. shaming people for no reason because look what you can drive to someone to to that point. And he, yeah, all he did was replace three PO. Yeah. Like if you watch. The old ones in that perspective, it's just like, all right, like C3PO was the yeah. most annoying, excuse me, friggin' character Bleep. of A New Hope, right? You just hated him. And like, it, he actually like draws you down. And like, I don't know, you love him because of like the nostalgia and everything else. And it was a great film. Well, but like, he's incredibly annoying. Plus, like, and like, you love those moments with the exact same. Yeah, uh-huh. you love those moments with like Han, you know, yeah, putting George his George hand over his like mouth. Same... <laughs> yeah, he was just the same archetype, and like Obi Wan yeah. called him a lower life form and all that. It's just like, so like I know that people hate George for doing that, but at the same time, like he let the audience in on the joke. Like Obi Wan was our way in, mm-hmm. and like Obi Wan hated everything about what Qui Gon was trying to do. Right? Yeah. So like. It's the subliminal messaging that people missed about episode one is just like, you know, we're supposed to be Obi and like Obi-Wan and we're like, 
absorbing all this and like you know these guys are doing the story but we're just sitting there like what the f is actually happening for this entire time we're obi-wan <laughs> and like that's, that's like the brilliance behind episode one like he managed to pull it off in that mm -hmm. perspective like i'm just saying it's a perfect film out of the three i love phantom like, like the, the one that felt the most yeah, I think it's the one that felt the most like Star Wars, and that's like not a popular yeah. opinion. I I hope that we get hate mail, but like it will probably be. We don't that. get hate mail. Um, <laughs> our our listeners well, don't like, enough to hate us yet. Hopefully, nobody starts stalking or anything weird. <laughs> Spice folk from New Jedi Order. There we go. Let's 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 keep them. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Who would you say? Yeah. Okay, so you you like Sith, but if you could take a Jedi as your favorite character, who would that be? Do you think it would still a, be a Jedi? Yeah. You can take your time on <laughs> this. Yeah. to say Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> okay, so this whole episode is titled <laughs> Hayden and Why We Love You. <laughs> yes. All right, that's good enough. With All right, let's, like, no let's just talk Hayden. to engage my brain. <laughs> I mean, I. I do love also Luke Skywalker, just like in terms of like Legends books, like mm -hmm. just I love just, Legends Luke. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. talk and like if they don't if they don't read it from start to finish, they kind of it's really easy to like get lost mm -hmm. out there and forget where you're at in the timeline, and that's fine. Yeah. But like the progression of Luke was not some um, OP thing. Like, you know, again, like, mm -hmm. back to the point, right? Like, if you read Thrawn, it's just like, all right, in the timeline, like, he's here. But as you go along with everything else, it's like, uh, by the time that you get to the unifying force, it's like, mm -hmm. Luke Skywalker was everything that he was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and detractors, like, can, can, you know, make their own opinions, but down to, like, Crucible... You know, Luke Skywalker was was the epitome of, of everything that we would hope that he would become. Mm -hmm. Even if even if yeah. fans didn't like, appreciate like FOTJ, that's like their own issue because that series was like made for hardcore fans, even if people don't realize it. So like only the hardcore, mm -hmm. hardcore, hardcore fans were gonna get most of it. Yeah. But, like yeah, Luke Skywalker is OG and was perfect in Legends and yeah. changed my yeah. life with the meme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just you know, everything that they did with with Luke throughout Legends just made him feel so much more down to earth than you know what you in comparison what DU has done with with Luke and you know what can be extrapolated from the movies as well. It was just so nice to you know read Luke as just like a dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not like, a, a dude not who like, just happens to be, you know, in the situation that he was in. So. Yeah, minus the four stroke, you know, no pun intended <laughs> there. But like, Jesus, come yeah. on. Yeah. You know, we we got like the warrior that he really was, mm -hmm. and, and like he he like transcended into Yoda level, you know, when he was just ready to yeah yeah sit back and let the order take care of itself, you know, and. There was a um, in Crucible. There was that point when you're just watching like the academy happen, you know, and it's just like as he was setting back and whatnot. 
and and that that's like probably my favorite like i know detroit didn't apparently know the that that was going to be the last book of the timeline save mm. mercy kill um but he sure wrote it like it was in its own weird strange way if, if you've read it corinthia yeah yeah i've read it mm-hmm. yeah and it's a beautiful way to end the whole thing um mm. but yeah we got like yoda luke and you know yeah. han, and Le- han and leia got pummeled enough to the point that they actually were going to retire and finally uh, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah no kidding. i don't i don't want to give you spoilers Isaac, but yeah like, I, don't. I haven't read it yet one. yeah don't well i was just yeah i was gonna like... make a comment on on luke because you're saying yeah he he gets this level of like perfection but then like you look at him in legacy and he he's not clever enough mm-hmm. to still see that Lumaya and Jason are up to something or Jason is being tainted. It's only it only takes Mara to go, enough of this. I'm gonna go and sort this situation out and and then even with like yeah. you know the the dreams from Abeloth, like he's like, oh it's clearly Mara sending me a message yeah. from like beyond and nope. Like there's there's times when yeah he you can still yeah, see nope. his you can still see his humanity, but like it's yeah, you're so right. Like he is at that crazy cool level, but uh, I don't know. I just found it like silly yeah. sometimes when they were like doing their investigation of like why uh, um, Tracina Lobi was killed, and it was because of like Lumaya and Alimarar killing her, and like that subsequent like investigation. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of like you know this silly kind of you know like suspicions. And then of course he thinks that Alima killed Mara Jade, but. You know, it was Jason along. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, they had they had to like redo themselves in a new way, and I think that they wrote Luke okay for that whole situation because it's like, all right, look, like you know, making Jason turn to the dark side was a trope. They had to make it, um, that that whole impact quite significant to actually be able to pull it off without it sounding cheesy. Mm-hmm. I think they wrote okay for Luke. You know, he he was he was all right. And like like Legacy brought along some of my favorite Luke moments of all time, you know. Um mm-hmm. like seeing him vulnerable when his wife dies. Oh. You know, all of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, his his girl dies and like that was that whole series was probably my favorite thing in the lore. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm like a little biased from it. And like that's that's probably why I love Fate of the Jedi so much because like for for a man who like like you know um had more of a dad than a mom growing up you know i understood a lot of his like yeah. honesty references and like kind of being out there with him so it, i think it it translated differently for me but that's just like a bias mm. but I, yeah. I really love how they how luke turned out and whatnot and by the time like that we get to you know fate of the jedi and his acceptance of of being banished from everything that he created um, I think that was the, you know, and leaving Kenth in charge and all that fun stuff that he had to go through and just like watching everything that he created, like leaving your baby. In a way, it was like kind of the, like the strange symbolism with George himself, like leaving behind Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, just having to trust that it would, would kind of like carry on. Um, I, I know that's like like too deep of a thing to actually mean anything, but that's how I, I picture it in my brain now. Mm. I don't know. I really enjoyed how Luke turned out by the end. And like, Ben Skywalker was, uh, like just as equally exciting character as an exciting character. Um, yeah, yeah. I was really looking forward to him replacing Luke, kind of like, yeah, and becoming <laughs> his own thing. 
And like all of the edginess and everything else that we wanted from Luke, I think we were going to get with Ben. Um, you know, it's I love, I love Ben's love evolution. Back. Like him being just kind of like a, a, ch- mm-hmm. a kid that was scared of the force to then end up dating yeah. a, a Sith as well. Like, <laughs> But like, yeah. you know, like his whole progression. Yeah. I like, <laughs> yeah, like his progression, like going to Zios and finding ship, and you know, subsequently giving it accidentally to Lumaya, and then ship attacking Mara later, and then sensing that like Mara's kind of like Ben, and Ben was like Mara. Like, there's a little bit of the darkness in them, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this tangent, other and than like, as a... ship's the best. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of those understated characters that uh, doesn't get enough screen time. <laughs> yeah, it, we we got that nice little rebirth with with Vistara and Ben. You know, it yeah. was going to be Mara and Luke all over again. Yeah, exactly. Was, except for with their own twist, it was going to be great. Yeah, with do you think? Probably like one of my. So like with Kent Hamner, I just had a thought. Um, because because Saba, yeah, I know we we all have experienced bad leaders recently. But uh, do you think Luke should have left Saba in charge because she became in charge eventually? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saba was a na- the natural choice from the break. Yeah. Kent was just old school. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why he got the position. Yeah. He was just old school. Mm-hmm. I, I liked what they did though because they had to they had to make a way for Saba to save the day, mm-hmm. right? And like take over. That was the whole that, point. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I like the characters they chose. Like if Kent was the fall guy, like I still remain quite good with it. Like I'm not pissed in the way that he died. Mm-hmm. But it was actually kind of gallant for him, despite the irony of the whole stupid situation that he died over. <laughs> yeah. So to stop you the know, stealth exes yeah. from like, from leaving, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like they gave him a really cool death despite his stupid point of view, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like like Luke was the leader of the rebellion, bro. Like he should have kind of listened to his comrades. Yeah. I think that that's like mm-hmm. I think like I know that you know we get like Luke's insight on everything, but at the same time it's like come on, man, like Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly like following the principles of of your founder here. Yeah. So, Corinthia, anyway, do you have a separate debate? Yeah, do you have a favorite author that you've really enjoyed in Star Wars? I am a huge fan of John Jackson Miller. Yes. So Kenobi. So, like, as far as like books to reread go, I I'm pretty sure I reread um, Lost Tribe of the Sith at least once oh, a year. Yeah. So a good book. Yeah. I recommend. Yeah. It's. Um, it's yeah, I yeah. love that book. I, I recommend you tuning into an old episode on Legends where we actually had John Jackson Miller come on and he basically narrated yeah. the entire mm-hmm. like Lost Tribes of the Sith. And it, like he just and he was amazing. Like he just talked. He talked so much that I actually could leave the room. Because yeah. <laughs> he was just like like <laughs> and I wasn't expecting yeah, him to like I've, sit down and I've just listened do to it. him on, on other shows before. He's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. hmm. There's a yeah. He's definitely another author I'd like to get back on the show just because he's just like a fun guy to talk to. Um, 
Yeah, let me know when you do. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Um... Yeah, I mean, like we've. I... No, go ahead. He, he's like usually responsive. He's pretty responsive. I think we can get him to come on here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh yeah. So message to John Jackson Miller and message to Hayden, who are clearly watching. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, yeah. clearly. He's definitely one of our like however many tens of people who watch <laughs> consistently. We got a couple. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely, Mr. Christens. What's your next book that you plan on reading? Oh, well, I'm in the middle of like a gazillion books right now. Mm-hmm. So I know I've got some that are on my to finish list. Yeah. Um, gosh. Looking at <laughs> looking at my shelf right now, I know I still need to read like I Jedi. Uh, Shadows of the Empire, or whatever. Oh, yeah. such so a many good one. To read. So yeah. oh, good. Are you gonna do the Shadows of the Empire okay. in its entirety? Yeah. Like you're gonna read the book and read the comics. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That's the only way to do that one. <laughs> yeah. That's like an old, that's an old yeah. school combo. <laughs> yeah. Really, I should be like, yo, where's your, where's your 64, girl? Do you have your Nintendo 64 emulator hooked up? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need to find one, I guess, now. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever play the Nintendo 64 game? Uh, no, I wish I did, though. It's very easy. I'm to not, find I'm not quite old enough for that. Yeah. Very easy to find online. That gives you the rest yeah. of the story. You need, you need the game. You need the comics. And the book, and you'll get the whole. Okay. Yeah, I know it sounds cheesy, and be like, "This guy Kyle, damn, did he just like keep talking at that thing that we did together here on the on the on the, the the podcast?" <laughs> but he kept saying over and over again to try to play this video game on the internet, where it's very easy to find, <laughs> and you'll love it. It's... He tries yeah, to convince will, me too, okay. and I'm I sure will. do it. Yeah. It's... It's from the time period of video games that, like, it's very easy to play. Like, I know people are going to be, like, uh, in uproar saying this, but, like, you know, it's it's not difficult. It's not like it is now, you know, when you have to be so invested into a oh, video God, game yeah. to be able to, like, be good at it. Like, Shadows of the Empire and all N64 games were really not that way. Like, everybody could just sit down and, like, get down. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you'd like yeah. it a lot. Yo, the 2D Wampas are going to kick your ass, and it's great. nice yes i think that game came out in what like 95 90 95 ish okay ish yeah so it's like oh man it's so bad so great it's perfect you know what the old games like that are just some of the best yes outcast included all that (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. i a pause for that shadows of the empire because like that was really cool that showed us like like i'm i'm inspired recently because christopher nelson has had a lot of memorabilia from that time that he's been having on his channel Mm -hmm. and it's like um because shadows of the empire was such a multimedia project like it was the like one of its first kind um chris nelson on his youtube channel had um a bunch of what they would what lucasfilm would send out to like kb toys and all the toys r us all that stuff like it was like this this really cool letter from them stating that like you know they're building the story um they're kind of like interconnecting the video games because remember like places like kb toys and stuff would sell video games as well 
Um, and they're mm -hmm. like, yeah, all the all the toys in your your aisles are actually connected to this big story we're doing. It's very fascinating. If you want to check out Chris's channel, um, yeah, so it was like for all those people who say that like none of it mattered. It's like that's not true. That's not necessarily yeah. true. I'll say that <laughs> because it's like yeah, there was actually like like community outreach and Lucasfilm was known to do a lot of very like ahead of their time things that yeah. people don't give them credit for now like shadows of yeah. the multimedia project was perfect you know one thing Not i perfect, was perfect but it was like really, really cool for the time yeah i was reading some of the older comics recently and you know when you get like those sections where like people talk like ask questions and then they respond kind of like in, in the outreach part but it, like you actually look at it and people will be like it'll say carl rawlings from you know and then the full address of the person posted and it's in the comic of like this person's full address including apartment number and like postal code yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like yeah it was so trusting back in the day oh it was it was a yeah, different time <laughs> but yeah yeah i i do miss those times like like i'm old enough to like I, you know i had like a beeper you know i'm <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah so like writing in like i rode into dark horse when i was a kid you know, I wrote to Delray too. Like, Maybe I've read it. We did. Didn't realize that you were one yeah. of the people yeah. being answered. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it was, community outreach was a lot different back then. I think it was a lot, a lot more involved, and and I do miss old times. That's a separate conversation. I've had the second. I told you before, if I get up for the third one, that it's probably time to end the show. Yeah. So I'm gonna use this as a very nice segue and let you ladies talk here for like three minutes while i go get a glass of wine i'm going to join you for the closer of the show how's that Sign yes up? kyle we're officially ending right. this thing. Hey. go get your wine yeah. <laughs> take it away corinthia take it away Lisa. i'll be right back uh, all right <laughs> well actually corinthia i was thinking uh, of posing you a question and if you want to think about it you can feel free and i'll just yabber on about something else okay uh, if you could pick five individuals to be like your a team who would they be so, for instance, okay. yeah, for instance, with me, I've definitely Ooh. picked Braun, Saba, uh, Mara. Um, I'm kind of on the fence with Leia sometimes. Like, yes, um, Bane. Yeah. I love Bane. Um, and the fifth one, I don't know. I'm decided. R2, I guess. Oh God, my I want R2. probably be... <laughs> Mine would probably be like mostly Sith characters. So, mm -hmm. like, Plagueis. Yeah. Uh, Nagasato. Oh, yeah. I just butchered that name. <laughs> so, that, uh, yeah, I know who you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. There's there's many ways to enunciate uh, words in Star Wars. You know, Twi'lek, Twi'lek. You know, not a big yeah. deal. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, some. you know what? I. <laughs> This is how kind of disconnected I was from Star Wars for the longest time. So Jason and Jaina, right? Mm -hmm. I never knew it was pronounced th that way. I thought it was Jackin and Jaina or, or Jaina. And I was like, no. And then somebody said it and I'm like, oh no, I've been saying it wrong in my head wrong this whole time. Oh my gosh. So, the Jaina, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I used to think that I was like, they're kind of stupid names, right? Like, <laughs> but it turns out I was just saying them wrong, and they're not stupid names, they're actually pretty normal. Yeah, so. they are normal. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, oh, yeah, 
Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Like some of the names, obviously, yeah, like Selak, Talak, Lak, 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 you know, mm-hmm. like and stuff like that. Like, you know, um, Troy Denning, he's famous for his alliteration, like Saba Sabatine and, and all those kind of characters. So, like, you never know yeah. what is going to be what. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, people have a trouble saying my name even, and that's not too hard. There's two eyes in it. But. Hmm. <laughs> so okay yeah oh gosh i'm still thinking about who would be in my a-team yeah it's a hard question because you gotta really th- i didn't even think about plagueis and plagueis is like plagueis yeah. is one of my favorite books i he's awesome i love, yeah. love well love. that was my the first legends book i ever read was oh, really? Dark plagueis it was, so that's a great introduction. Yeah. It was one of my first yeah. five books I read was Plagueis, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to Yeah, no, the, the first like the first two books, Star Wars books I read were Darth Plagueis and uh Paul S. Kemp's Lords of the Sith, which is kind of Okay. It's I, kind of flown under the radar that one. I've read that one. That was my first I book love that, that I ever book. read. So yeah like i was going on a whole yeah, was, like that was an interesting one yeah oh no for sure i was going on a whole was... like vader dark side kick so i was buying all the like vader books first and i was like "Ooh, yeah. a story about palpatine and vader like this is gonna be good <laughs> like... yeah yeah threw, no that, that i was, was like... on the same kind of kick <laughs> yeah they threw camp of bone yeah. yeah i don't he hasn't yeah. written since right no like that's the only book that he had yep so yeah I feel like, bone, hasn't though. he written one other thing? Oh, I don't so. know. I don't remember. <laughs> We're at a date. Nah, it was yeah. like that, that was kind of the nice part about the beginning. Like, I hated the reboot. I was definitely a Warhawk, but it was like, all right, people were still writing for it. But I've noticed in recent years that, like, there's not much. You know, Mr. Kemp has not really been writing too much. For no, yeah. And they haven't, yeah. like, they don't yeah. use James Lasano enough anymore. Like, the last one he did was what? Uh, no catalyst for Rogue One. Yeah, John uh, no, Jackson Miller was like you know Rebel Doll. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah. one he did was Catalyst, which is a fantastic book. I yeah. loved Catalyst. I liked Catalyst. It was he good. Did Catalyst. Yeah, James Luceno. Yeah. No, that was a good story. Yeah. For 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 JJM, it was New Dawn, right? That yeah. was the last one he did. Yeah. An introduction of Hera. Right. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is also fantastic, and I've read that one multiple times as well. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, missed those guys. Have you gotten your your third wine and you're enjoying it? Thinking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I yes, posed yes, delicious, I right? Yeah, I posed a, a question to Corinthia, which was, if you have an A team of five people from Star Wars, who would it be? Oh yeah. Are and you asking me or are you just telling me this this amazing I'm, question? I'm still <laughs> thinking. I'm trying to build like okay. a team in my mind. So far I've oh. got Plagueis. What's the Nagasato? Um add XR Coon to that. Sith Sith Sith. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just I'm just trying to build like the coolest Sith team I could possibly build. In yeah. Mind. I'm regretting my choices now. I want Plagueis on my team. <laughs> yeah, no. I want, I want some some Sith Lords. 
that I can't talk about yet, but I yeah. want some Sith Lords. Yeah. Well, I would also add some of those to my list as well. <laughs> yes. I love that you're so familiar with that, yes. that realm of, of SW, Corinthia. It's great. And Gosh. It's very well it's, it's a unique being friends with Edward. How could I not be? <laughs> yeah, it's a unique experience to be able to have you on the show because, like, you know, yeah. how invested we are in it here. And, like, there's not really a lot of platforms that are, are you know, vaunting SE. So mm -hmm. I'm glad you're here. More people need to be in on this because it is going yes. to be amazing. Supernatural mm -hmm. Encounters yeah. is the shit. <laughs> but it is that. Yeah. If you like Sif at all, you gotta, yeah, get in on it. At all. <laughs> it's it's the origin. It's like the actual origin yes. of the Sith. Yes. It's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's gonna be free online. That's even more awesome. Yeah. Da, da, da. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Still thinking. Still thinking. Kyle, know, do you have anyone? <laughs> Lisa, yeah, maybe I'll Lisa, steal some of your ideas. <laughs> three three years ago or so, Lisa tricked me with the same question. Okay, yeah. it's a very difficult question. <laughs> a curveball at me, and yeah. I'm like, da da. Um, I know I also said Xar Kuhn. I believe I said Jason. Mm. Now, what? Wait, wait. So we're making a power team for for Sith only. It's an A team. No, it's your A team. An A team for any. What is the mission for this A team? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I always... just like... Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. The question has a lot of answers. I got you. Um, if it was five people, I'm going to be weird and just say stuff that doesn't really matter instead of like key characters and stuff because, you know, that's... that's. I would build... I'm going to build a droid team. <gasps> well, I did say uh, R2. I, I, love love me. I, love, I love droid sentience throughout Star Wars. It's perfect. Um, K3. Yeah. Um. So I would say nice. Q9 from Supernatural Encounters because Q9 is one of my favorite droids of all time now. Look for him in the future and you'll know what I mean if you pay attention to that. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, what was it? I5QY or whatever the hell that was from MedStar. Um, Steve Perry. Uh, the droid from the droid that. from the, like, the Pavan cycle. Um, you know what I'm talking about? I know it's been so long, oh, and, and I can't. I could yeah. not tell you the name. <laughs> Medstar. Yeah. Um. They. Yeah. They were in in a lot of stuff. Um. Coruscant Knights, as mm -hmm. well. Anyway, that that droid because that was like th there was a lot of um themes put around like droid sentience from there. That was kind of cool. Um. Let's see here. I'm gonna take Jason's. Um. YVH droid, because like, yeah, those droids have a special place in my heart too. They're so full of hatred, but then they got cute at the <laughs> end, right? Like all of a sudden, they, they were like, they were like these tameable pet droids that people just had, and like we know that Lando made them for like to to use on Vong, and then all of a sudden people could just have them. And I was like, that's yeah, kind of cool. I remember I'm gonna throw those. one of those guys in there. Yeah, I'm gonna throw one of those guys in there for shits and grins, and um. Let's see. That's what three. We gotta throw mm -hmm. like a a Clone Wars era droid in there. So I would definitely throw just like the droidica episode one droidica <laughs> without the upgrades oh, or anything. Yeah. Just like just a straight like roller killer thing killer droid. It's okay if it fails Love right away. Things. I don't care. That thing was badass. 
no upgrades. Just like, yeah, Trade Federation issued, non-CIS issued Droidica. Yeah. Like a, like a, yeah. And then um, IG-88B. Yeah. Oh. We're going to be specific. I was going to say which one, but yeah. Yeah. Or four alarm, you know, like anyway, but just four alarms underrated. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my like random like Star Wars team just to have one, I guess. Just unless there's a specific mission that I gotta bring Mara Jade into it, I can always go that route. But just choose random cool droids that we like. (laughs) But don't forget Iron (laughs) Hulks. But that's from uh, that's from a long time ago. There's so many, there's so many nice droids to choose from. They were all great. I love Solace from Dark Rendezvous. Um, mm-hmm. He's also like one of my favorite droid character characters ever. Remember them, the Footmen droids from Dark Rendezvous. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, love yeah. them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, random stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking unless he cut me off. I told you about this third glass thing. Oh, you did warn us. So, <laughs> I did. I did. I, was I, I know normally we've got such like notes and like I, I did have, a, well, I, like yeah. I said, I've got all these pages of notes that we were going to do for a show and things got a little changed. Yeah. So yeah. And we're a little and then, more normal, yeah, missed... poetic, but this today it's just an episode of poetic. Kyle. Oh. Well, it's just you getting drunk, that's all it is. Are you born with grace? Or one cannot just simply have grace for Seinfeld fans. Anyway. um, Yeah, yeah. We wanted to give you something because, like, Corinthia is a wonderful guest to have. We didn't have, like, the full crew that we were going to do for this spectacular. Of course. And, um, yeah. And, like, because you're just, like, you've been part of it for so long. I'm glad that, like, I don't know how much we've like all talking to outside of "thou shall not be named." Yeah. Um, but <laughs> to, for for people who are watching, because like you know our channel is relatively new, and people don't really watch our long episodes; they like our shorts. But hopefully, they're watching this one. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, like Corinthia has been part of like like my Star Wars camp for so long, even though we've never had the chance to talk on video. Save I maybe. Know. Yeah. Maybe something via remote, like audio only, in a previous um, shit show that we were both involved. Excuse me, a previous nonprofit that we were both involved in <laughs> not that long ago, including Lisa herself as well. So we were all working together uh, prior to this very harmoniously. So it's very nice to have you here. Yeah, I'm gonna try to like. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm going to try to wrap up my yeah. drunk closer here. But, like, yeah, I'm glad you're here and Lisa's here. And we're all able to talk and just kind of have some fun. And... Watch Kyle get drunk. <laughs> you all take it away. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Like, I was like, you know what? Before we started taping this, people, for those, like, nine people who are still watching this by now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like, I'm just going to break out the bottle of wine and we're going to, like, you know, really meet Corinthia. And like, and Lisa have like like chatted and whatnot too. So yeah, it's been a great time. Yeah, I'm just drinking water. (laughs) So she says, but really, everybody, water in a Princess Leia glass. Thank you. It's a secret, but Lisa always has beer somewhere. Don't tell anyone that I said that because. She doesn't want people to know. No, she definitely wants people to know it's part of it. But the secret, though, like, we don't talk about the fact that we definitely, like, have a beer or two before we do Legends Library. Is this thing on? 
it is on and i'll have you know that's <laughs> normal i'll have you know i have right now i haven't had anything thank you except water take that back to normal right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kyle oh one of these days i guess uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Corinthia, have you thought any more of who else you'd want on your team before we'd before yes, we wrap I this got, up finally? i got my a-teams okay let's hear it so as as is established now, yeah. total Sith fan. So my A team is Darth Plagueis, mm-hmm. Xar Kun, mm-hmm. Nagasato, yes. Malgus, yeah. and Darth Nihilus. Yeah, eater of worlds. <laughs> yeah, ass man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree on that decision of your team. There, that team is going to kick some ass. Shake some yes. <laughs> well, I'll take your team down with my team of Thrawn and Saba and Mara Jade and R2 and Bane. <laughs> Shit. My team has Hi. to be like a lot cooler, <laughs> or they're gonna be like T3 at the end of like Revan. <laughs> Just gonna get smushed. Hold on. Shit. All the droid guys go back. No, nope. we're gonna start up. You pick droids. We're you just, pick oh, droids. This no. is your fault. Ah, you pick ah, droids. Ah. She picks Sith Lords. I pick kick butt kicking women. Like you get droids. <laughs> Can I at least get HK forty seven? He's like really known, so I was trying to stay away from the really knowns. But I think I need help. It's Jeremy Ben. Yeah. And Sith Lords and stuff. Like like he at least has experience. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's good with yeah. insulting people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and killing shit. Yeah, I, I mean, terminating stuff. Stuff. Yep. Oh, well, I think this is one of those episodes where I don't know how people are going to feel about it, but <laughs> I hope listeners... Oh, you... They're going to feel some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, but... I hope you care enough... I hope you all care enough to leave, like, a bizarre comment underneath here and then um, subscribe to the channel to like look out for more bizarre episodes that we do like this as well as our very cordial very cordial you know deep dives because i i would hope that especially after mr abel gave us such a wonderful yes which again thank you sir and he added um, me to facebook thank you abel yeah we're friends um anyway uh i'm glad that like like you know we do deep dives into books that other people i feel don't um, yeah. You all saw the mm-hmm. notes that we prepared for a simple, like, Women's of Legends. Like, that's a lot that Lisa did. And all the same, like, you know, like, you know, we kind of, like, invest our time into Legends. Oh, shit, I can't get the top angle, but you all get the point. There's a lot of books over there. Um, you know, <laughs> we invest our time into Legends, and I think that we do dives that people don't do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, if anything, there's more politics that people are worried about, and, You're- like, your sound's a little we off now. Also, don't dive too much into oh, that necessarily. I think yeah. that it's a very wonderful show. My camera's off kilter. I'm drunk, but at the same time, um, yeah, you know, it's it's worth checking out. So subscribe to our channel. Lisa's been doing a bunch <laughs> of shorts lately. I've been like slammed at work to a point that like it's not even. I I should just not open my mouth any further about yeah. it because it's. I'm not going to talk about your. Um, your work situation my work life is is just like pummeling so at the same token um lisa's been doing shorts 
and eventually I'll try to hop in with that with her and stuff. But like at the same time, it's been wonderful and people have been like tuning in. So also to just, just subscribe to the channel, check out awesome people like Corinthia. There is going to be an upcoming uh, Supernatural Encounters uh, YouTube channel that's coming up. So I will get the both of you involved in on, on that as well. We'll be doing like uh, exclusive things and whatnot for that. Great. And awesome. I, I'm going to call it Lisa. I'm going to say this is me <laughs> signing out. So you can find me at Twitter and Instagram um, at Darn Katarn mm -hmm. and at legendslibrary.com. You can also reach me at the the Supernatural Encounters Discord along with Corinthia. We're both mods there. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And if you want a long-winded approach, you can reach me for SE-related stuff through or Supernatural Encounters-related stuff through StarWarsTimeline.net if you want to reach out to Joe and are curious about any of the audio work that we're doing. Um, I am taking submissions for, like, specific Foley work if people want to put that stuff in. I think that it's a lot of fun to, like, throw a lot of extras in the background just to have people involved with things. If you all want to tape yourselves yelling into a camera um, or onto a microphone, obviously, that would be great because there's some senatorial scenes that we're doing. Yeah. And I would love to hear you all scream. I play in a death metal band, so let me hear you all scream nice. and send me some submissions. That would be fun. Where do and they send that to, Kyle? I think they can send that to me at typhogem44 at hotmail.com or you can reach me on Twitter, Instagram at darnkatarn. That works as just as well. Yeah. Or the starwarstimeline.net going through Joe Bongiorno for all that fun stuff. Okay. Have a good evening. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, listeners, you can also send that to the Legends Library podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yes. Email. And our podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Corinthia. Make sure that you don't miss that plug. Yes. Corinthia, <laughs> yeah. can you let us know how people can get a hold of you? Yes. So if you want to find out more about what I'm doing and what my group is doing with our SIF um, fan club, you can find more information about us at SIFEmpire.fun. That's F-U-N. Um, or I can be found on Facebook at Corinthia Warner or on Twitter at XO Corinthia. So yeah, come find us and come talk about some SIF stuff with us. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah, thanks everyone for checking out. You can follow us again on at Legends Library and it's legendslibrarypodcast.com. So if you can tune into that, uh, take a look at some more of the shorts. And of course, uh, may the force be with you, everyone. Take care. May the force be with you, yes. everyone. <laughs> and I yes. hope that I hope that you all have a funky, fresh week. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. Are we drinking. rolling the bloopers? The bloopers. This is I, have, I finished drink number three. I finished drink number three. That concludes this edition of Legends Library Podcast. To join the discussion, email us at legendslibrarypodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter or Discord at Legends Library. This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for informational or entertainment purposes only. Official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names, sounds, and any other related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights to Disney and respective copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Legends Library podcast, otherwise indicated. Legends Library, there's always a bit of truth in Legends.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.